TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. And we'll do our best to help you out. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, four lines wide open. Generally, you know, we have uh, more open lines in the first hour. And then by the time, you know, the next hour rolls along, you guys all wake up. And then you jam the lines up and we can't get to everybody. So if you have if you have a question, feel free to get online. My computer is acting up this morning. Of course, I uh, Microsoft, when I shut it down Friday afternoon, said, hey, we want to update your computer before you shut it down. Okay, I'll do that. And now it's junk. Now my machine is junk. You must be doing one of the major updates. I don't know what I'm doing. All I said was okay. I had no choice. <laughs> I had no choice. I could either restart it, update and restart, or update and shut down. And I said, okay, update and shut down. And here I am, Saturday morning. With we the- know what you need better than you do. Yeah, I know. And that update is more important than your job. I need to drop kick this thing. <laughs> um, thank you, Microsoft, for well, making you know me what more you productive. What do I need to do? <laughs> you need to buy two. Exactly. Well, they'll both be updated at the same time. Well, if that happens, then you need to buy three. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Apple. Uh, So here's some news for you when it comes to IT. Surprise, surprise, yet another cryptocurrency creator, Collard, hit with a $6 million fraud. Of course, this is another uh, cryptocurrency, otherwise known as fake money. Uh, This currency was uh, billed as my big coin. This guy was arrested uh, Randall Crater, he was nabbed in Florida, and basically he persuaded investors that the digital cash was backed by real gold coins. <laughs> 28 dingalings handed over $6 million of actual money <laughs> to invest in fake money backed by gold that wasn't there. So as P.T. Barnum said, what? What did P.T. Barnum say, Bob? There's a sucker born every minute. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Coming from Connecticut, we love Mr. Barnum. So these dinglings decided to invest $6 million with some guy who said that his fake money was backed by actual gold coins. Well, clearly it wasn't. Uh, what he was doing was taking the money that they were giving him and spending it on jewelry and actual gold. <laughs> So, so he was buying real, real money with fake money. With fa- well, with actual <laughs> with investors' real money. Um, the moral of the story is cryptocurrency. These guys stop it, people. It's fake money. All right, it's just some guy doing programming code. It's all fake. You have to decide it has value. And so when it's backed by what gold, which has value. Maybe you should invest in gold. I always actually kind of crack up when you see the commercials on TV where you got, what's his name there, William Devane, selling you gold 
I'm thinking if if you guys think gold is such a great investment, why don't you just keep it all? Why are you why are you selling it for, to me for real money? <laughs> but I digress. Uh, this guy tried to sell you fake money, backed by gold that wasn't there, and uh, six million dollars was taken out of 28 people's hands. <laughs> Fooling his money, or some part of it is also as it goes. We'll put a link up here for that. Uh, I'm sure somebody's making money on cryptocurrency, but it isn't most of us. So I would recommend staying away yeah, from it. Yeah, I that. think it's the Russians. <laughs> right. So what do you got go <clears throat> excuse me, what do you got going on about? Well, let me see. We want to talk about electric car maintenance. <clears throat> sure. Robots. Electric cars shouldn't have maintenance. Robots in the workplace? No, electric cars. Let's talk or about the maintenance of electric missions cars. Missions to Mars. <laughs> I heard electric cars don't have maintenance. No. Yeah, uh, I got an article here. It's uh, from the Roadshow, which is part of CNET. Mm -hmm. And top five electric car maintenance issues and their costs. All right. An EV lacks a lot of other car parts, but not all of their headaches. Right. Okay. This is an article written by Brian Cooley. So mm -hmm. he uh, put some stuff in here. I think it's relevant. Yeah. It's my recent video, lambasting car engine head gaskets, and he has a video attached to that. Yeah. Got a few of you electric car haters to remind me that EVs aren't exactly maintenance-free. Right. Fair enough. So this week, I gave you my list of the top five things that need tending to underneath an electric car hood or wherever they hide these parts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the first thing is tire rotation. Yeah, you got to do that. Electric car still runs on tires. Yeah, for so, now. So, you know, he puts this. This is number five. You mm -hmm. know, we're going to count, count up. Right. Okay. So he put this at the bottom because it's common to all cars. Yeah. Okay. Then there's brake fluid service. Oh, they got brakes too? Yeah. I thought they just do. used engine brakes. Even though electric cars do most of their everyday stopping via regenerative braking, mm -hmm. where the mechanical brakes aren't used, they all have normal brake discs and pads. All right. Those are pressed together via the same hydraulic fluid found in a conventional car. Okay. And that fluid is hygroscopic, meaning that... It likes to absorb water from the air and will corrode your brake system unless you flush it regularly. Like any other brake system. Just like any other brake system. All right. So you got okay. tires and you got brake work. Okay. okay. Number three, mm -hmm. coolant system. Oh, boy. Battery electric cars have no engine, but they still have coolant to keep the big battery from doing what it naturally wants to do. Explode. fire. <laughs> coolant system flush intervals vary widely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from every... Uh, Electric car yeah. to the Model 3 Tesla. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so you make sure that cooling system is working because it's a bad day when your battery has an issue. Right. A real bad day. And then there are the brake pads and discs. Yeah. More brake work. So you get brake lines and now brake pads. Well, they, they wear out just like they do on any other car. Yeah. So you have to have them checked regularly. And when they get down to a certain point, you get the little squeakers. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to get them replaced or yeah. repaired or you know, whatever the maintenance uh, calls for. Mm -hmm. And then number one, drum roll, please. Mm. Okay. Battery care. Yeah. Your electric car's battery, not its motor, is more analogous to regular, uh, to regular car engines in terms of cost and value. It's the heaviest assembly, the most expensive, and a big factor in the car's future residual value. Mm -hmm. Take care of it like you would an engine by knowing that you can that it can suffer when it's sitting in overly hot or cold temperatures for too long, mm. allowing... Wait, um, so wait a minute. You have to get some sort of uh, climate-controlled garage now to make sure that your your <clears throat> EV, your, your zero-emissions car doesn't produce emissions, but you have to heat the uh, air, the uh, garage it's in to keep it perfectly at 72, producing carbon. You don't want it to get too cold. <laughs> As a battery gets cold, I it know. loses power. Yep. So, you know, when a cold day... Yeah. 
then you might not be able to start your car. Well, you might, well, you might not be able to get as far as you thought you were going to get. Well, you know what I mean? On a, even on a regular car. If the battery gets too, too cold, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, the, there might not be enough cold cranking amps to, right. to turn over the engine. Right. So, you know, you're going to lose distance, distance. with an electric battery. Mm-hmm. So if it's allowed to go totally dead, that damages your battery. Oh, does it? Or if it's charged too much or too often. Oh, the boy. details of those parameters are in the owner's manual. And if mm-hmm. you read nothing else, nobody ever reads it, the owner's at manual. Least Bob, read that section. Oh my gosh! Read the uh, read the flipping manual. manual. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> RTFM, as it were. So anyway, yeah. Um, like in places like Alaska, hmm. I had a brother that lived up there for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, what they do off the grid? Well, you know, even up in Maine, yeah, they you can buy uh, blankets, heater blankets ah. for your batteries. Sure. So that it keeps the battery warm, mm-hmm. you plug it in. They also have head bolt heaters and dipstick heaters. Now These are for conventional cars. Yeah. But the point is, it keeps the oil from freezing. Yeah. Well, up in Alaska, where it gets really cold, mm-hmm. they drain their oil. That's a pain in the hiney. Okay. Yeah. And bring it inside and then put it back in in the morning. Wow. So... You know, you think we got it bad? No. That's like a lot of work. So there's plenty of maintenance to do in electric vehicles. That's right. And just be aware of that. So just because you're buying an electric car doesn't mean you're getting away from the maintenance. Right. Right. And you may have to purchase a climate-controlled garage to keep those batteries at a perfect 72 degrees. Um, So there's some (laughs) interesting news. Uh, It looks like the new grocery store chain is coming out thanks to, I guess, um, is it Amazon? Uh, they sco- Amazon scooped up uh, Whole Foods, as we know, and we hopefully we're going to see lower costs. Uh, but it looks like uh, they were not able to do that. Wall Street Journal reported Friday the online retailer is planning to open dozens of different grocery stores uh, that will be branded differently from the higher-end Whole Foods. So those of you who still go to Whole Foods and spend a lot more money for Brussels sprouts than if you went to Stop and Shop, uh, Amazon's coming out with a grocery store for you. And... Uh, this one, I guess, is going to be more on the side of discount. But again, it's more brick and mortar, right? You got the the cloud based online Amazon purchasing more brick and mortar uh, uh, to again service us locally, and uh, that's going to be happening. I think more and more. I mean, we were always talking about losing brick and mortar. I mean, we're losing malls, which, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't really notice because I don't go to malls, well- but. Brick and mortar is still coming. My contention is is that the uh, online retailers need to ship from somewhere. Yeah. So by buying brick and mortar stores, Mm -hmm. they uh, satisfy that market. Mm -hmm. But they also can use the inventory in the brick and mortar stores to ship more locally to their customers, which uh, Amazon actually does. Yeah. And now with the tolls coming to Connecticut, you're going to have an sh- extra shipping fee. So Amazon, it's going to be Amazon Prime Plus tolls <laughs> to right. get your stuff yeah, delivered to you. the cost of everything's going to go up to pay for those tolls. Yeah. The so, truckers aren't going to pay it. We are. No, no kidding. We're the final the final payee of all the all taxes created by government. So we'll see what happens with this uh, new approach here to lower cost groceries um, from Amazon. So they're going to try to, they're going to, try to uh, add more competition to Walmart, uh, which is one of the bigger... Uh, grocery stores, and of course, uh, Kroger as well. So we'll see what happens there. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. we got three lines open for you guys, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC on this snowy Saturday morning. Uh, feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything we've talked about will be posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show, 
Facebook.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and follow us on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, it might get into your news feed. And if you follow us on Twitter, a tab computer says it'll get there too. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Three lines wide open on this snowy Saturday morning. Feel free to get online. You can't be shoveling out. There really isn't much to shovel. It's an easy, easy, easy ride to uh, to get in this morning. So feel free to do that. Uh, the roads are fairly fairly smooth. You're all set there, Bobby. Yes. <laughs> your laptop starts chatting with you. We're having lovely computer issues here ourselves. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go Robert and Sandy Hook first. Hey, Robert, what's up? Yes, good morning. morning. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Hey, I called you a couple months ago about a crazy keyboard I had. I was blaming it on a uh, the Windows upgrade last fall, and you said it's a wired keyboard. And you said, no, no, uh, swap the keyboard out with some other keyboards and see if the problem still exists. Yeah. So, so I did that, and now I have a chance to call back because all my problems got corrected except for one thing. You're kidding. So we solved your issue, but you're complaining too. <laughs> well, you didn't. You solved ninety-five percent of it. Uh, well. So when you use the back, good enough for government work. Yeah, in the arrow key. Yeah, it it won't wrap when you hold it down. It won't go back like rapid fire. You have to like keep hitting it to make it move. And this is like in any software in Excel, online, any place. That that'll be uh, there's uh, speed settings in your control panel. Oh, for for those things, and you can adjust them faster and slower. On the so, keyboard settings, yeah, or like repetition and. Yeah, there's all sorts of things in there. See, Robert, you might have been messing around so much with your settings trying to fix the other problem that you caused a new one. Yeah. Right? So maybe you have to default it. There's probably a way to default that setting. So you think even on the speed settings, even if I'm holding it down right now and it doesn't, it could be set so it doesn't even move at all? It only moves one click? Yeah, they have settings for that, and I'll bet you it's set all the way to the bottom. Okay, well, I'll definitely go take a look at that. If we solve it, you got to call back and tell us we're 100 percent because we can't we can't handle 95. Yeah, That's, otherwise we're going to have our to our egos are going to be shot. <laughs> All right, well, you guys are good. I like you guys. So <laughs> Thanks. Keep up your good work. All right, Robert. All right, thank good luck. you. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I do remember that call. I'm glad it all worked out. It must have been a bad keyboard. All it right. happens more often than you think. Oh yeah. Let's go on to uh, uh, I think Jeannie in West Hartford next. Hey, Jeannie. Jeannie, you there? Yes, I am. What Hi. Hi. What can we do for you? Uh, yes. Um, I am trying to figure out on my email, and it didn't always used to be this way, but now when I go in and I try to print an email, and I'm, I'm using, I'm, so I'm basically a Frontier, sort of Yahoo, but with an extension that's from an old AT&T. Yikes. Yeah. So anyway, but when I go in now, and this has only probably been in the last few, maybe even two months or three months, I can't print the whole email. It won't, and I've gone into my print mode to try to see if I have additional options, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't. I don't seem to be able to get anywhere with When it. you print, does it give you a preview? Yeah, the- it does, and it only previews exactly the one page. Right. So within that preview, you should have a some options in there that you can mess with to get the entire email. But this is a browser-based thing, right? So you're only seeing the what's being displayed, right? I but I mean I see the whole email when I go into it, but when I go to d- print, get it. print right. I only see the what is there and I tried moving out my 
borders mm-hmm. to see if, if that had anything to do with it, but it, it printed it exactly gave me the same option. To only so, print what you see. Yeah, to only print what I see. I'm trying to think. It's got to be in the print. When you do the print, you should be able to go and take a look at the configuration of that print, and it should give you the ability to print yeah, more than I, that. Yeah, when I try to do that, so, all right, let me just, um, all right, so this one, this one might be the whole thing, so just let me see for a second. If I, if I go in there, because I just printed something else yeah. out twice, and I tried to see if I switched it around. I've tried a lot of different things with it. Yeah. And it seems like um, whatever whatever it is doesn't um, respond in terms of it only gives me that one page and it tells me that I'm only going to print that one page. Oh, it tells you that? Yeah. I mean, it just it basically if it says, I mean, it doesn't say you're only printing one page. Oh. You know, but it says, so, all right, here's the item I was trying to print. Because you can select pages or you can select all. You can... Yeah, and I have that on there. And when I print... If I print other things, all right, yeah. I can print the whole thing. Like anything off the Internet? Yeah, and or a doc, yeah, hmm. or a doc that's, yeah. that I'm taking from my thing. So it's just so, in your email. So it's just in my email. So I'm looking at this one right now, mm-hmm. and I look at my email box. It says it's loading the preview. It gives me only half of – it doesn't give me the bottom part. Yeah. It says total one sheet of paper print, and then I have – these different options, like all. Right. And I also have where you can do the individual. Yeah. And so if I do one and two, because well, it's two sheets, yeah. it um, doesn't make any difference. How about all? Uh, that's what it's on right now. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, the normal default seems to be all. Yeah. No. And then the layout and then the color, the yeah. more settings, I've gone to that. All right. And it, um, it, it actually, right now... Bob has an idea for you. Okay. And when you're doing the print preview, right over on the left side, it gives you these options that you can change. You know right. whether it's a current page oh. or one page or select a page or a range of pages. Right. But down at the bottom, over on the right side, corner, there's a little arrow. If you have multiple pages, there should be a little slider there that allows you to flip over and preview the other pages. Hmm. And if it's not showing you that, then there's something else wrong. Yeah, it's not. If, it's not showing so if that. I if I run in fact, well let me go back and no it won't make any difference. I was going to say if I'm into the print, yeah, you know where it's showing me the preview, yeah. So it's only showing me up to a certain point, yeah. And I, you know, if I tried to go along the side, you know, to to lengthen it or to, you know, and there's a little arrow, but the arrow seems to be outside the range. Of the page. All right. So, hang on, Jeannie. We're coming up against a uh, Jeannie. We're coming up against a hard break. Okay. Uh, we'll see if we can help you out further after the news. Is that okay? All right. That All right. Sounds we'll good. Put Jeannie back on, on hold. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I'm still fighting with my laptop. Just so you know, I'm, I'm actually doing a computer show with one hand tied behind my back, and it's been tied by Microsoft. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You'll love the update right in the middle of when you're trying to do something. Well, your computer, Microsoft doesn't think your computer is that important. Nah. The update's more important than, you know, the radio yeah. show. Yeah, exactly. So we'll do our best to help you out. I am completely blind. 
and uh, we'll have to rely on Bob completely for the, <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> Let's go to uh, back to Jeannie to see if we can help her out with her uh, printing of email issue. You there, Jeannie? Yes, I All am. right. So Bob did do some research uh, during the break here. We, and we got a big question for you is what browser are you using? So I'm using a Google Chrome. All right. Have you tried a different browser to see if you got a different result? No, I haven't really. All right. Try that. So which one would I use? So right now you're using the beach ball, right, Google Chrome. Yeah. Uh, you can try the little fox, you know, little fox curled around the world called Firefox. Okay. Don't try anything else. Don't use okay. Internet Explorer. Right. Um, see if Firefox does the same thing. Okay. And um, if Bob found some articles out there. Um, Bob, what, you, what were you going to talk about? It's mostly IE related, though. Internet Explorer. Yeah, it's the Internet Internet Explorer. I call it. <laughs> yeah. So if I just um, just go to Firefox, go to how f- do I and do I actually have to download that? Yeah. So um, you want to go out to Mozilla Firefox. Okay. We'll put a link over at computertalkwithtab.com okay. if you've never done, uh, been over there before. Download Firefox. Now you'll have an alternate browser. Okay. And try to go ahead and bring up your mail in Firefox and see if the print changes. Um, okay. If it does, it's a Chrome issue. Okay. If, if it doesn't, um, it's I think it's some sort of uh, printer driver issue. Um, or it could be a problem with your email host there. You're using Yahoo, right? I am. could be and, a setting um, in there. I'm trying to think when it started happening, whether it was when well i've always it's always Yahoo that I go into mm-hmm. but i you know I'm using that extension, and um they haven't really they haven't cut me off in terms of that because I guess because Frontier is still actually theoretically supporting that mm. right, so you're at s b c global or something like yeah, that I'm yeah I'm at s b c global be careful. I've had I had a caller call me at the office uh, just a few days ago. He's he's locked out of his SBC Global account. I don't know what I would do though because <clears throat> everything I have is all those are my um, my ID user IDs for almost everything. I know it's a big pain at that. So if your dom- if your you know at location ever changes, you have to deal with all your accounts, right? Yeah, and I that- have to deal with. I mean, you know, everything I have right from uh, is all under. The SBCGlobal.net. I have I have a story about a town that we picked up whose old IT provider kept their at domain name. Um, they, he he registered it quote unquote for them, and then when they left him, he wouldn't re- release it. Release it. So imagine your pain of going through just you and your accounts. Imagine a whole town having to go through that because of their unethical IT provider. Oh my god! Yeah, uh-huh. it's bad out there. I would suggest that you get a list of the accounts that you have. And all the ones that you have SBC Global, I would change them. <laughs> yeah, go as get, soon as possible. Get a yeah, get a domain that you know is going to exist for a while longer. So we've been we've talked about this before, but what's the domain that I can could I go to? I mean, what do you can I get your own option? if you want? You can go to get your own. Go ahead and register, you know, uh, genie. dot com. Right? Go to go to GoDaddy, register it, pay for it, and you could always be genie. dot com as long as you pay. Yes, I um. Do it very easily because my domain is shori.us. Right. So people know my email address very easily. Yeah, so he's all set. He, as long as he pays for his domain, he's always going to be there. And how do I find out about – how? where would I go to establish my own domain? Go, uh, we recommend GoDaddy. If you go out to GoDaddy, you can go ahead and put some domains in there and see uh, what's available. 
Okay. And uh, that would be the best way to do it and always ensure that they'll always stay there as long as you pay for it. And they give you um, a certain number of emails to go with that, don't for they? For free, quote-unquote. Yeah. You're paying for Mailboxes, it. yeah. And then do you pay like on a monthly basis or something? Uh, you're going to renew that domain every couple of years. And you oh, can put okay. it on a credit card and it'll automatically renew. So that's the best way to ensure your domain never changes. All right. Okay, let me. I, I'm going to seriously consider that. I'm going to have some time coming up, so yeah. I can invest some time in that. Yeah, definitely get off the of SBC Global because I can't imagine it's going to stick around forever. I mean, they've been gone for what twenty years. I know, but <laughs> of course, it's still supported by Frontier until they decide not to. How much are you paying for that service? I, I pay for Frontier. I don't pay anything for the service. Yeah, that's I my mean, worry, right? So if they decide, well, you know, Jeannie, we're no longer supporting SBC. That you got to go migrate. They could. They could literally decide to do that at any time. Yeah, I mean, they do actually have their own. They have a frontier. Yeah. But that doesn't do me any good for keeping my email address. No, then you got to still go through all the pain of changing all your accounts. And I still will. Even if I go to GoDaddy, I just might be able to change it to... Something you want to keep some, forever. Something I want to keep forever. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. Oh, you're, you're welcome. You're great. You really are. Well, we'll see if we helped you. you. great service. You can call Thank back you. and complain next week, okay? <laughs> all right. See ya. Uh, and, and also, be sure you're setting a good, strong password on your email. I was at a, uh, a client site just recently talking to one of the office managers there, and she said she uses the same password on every service that she has. And uh, I was just meeting her as a prospect as a, a dental office. And I warned her, I said, if nothing comes of our meeting, if we don't become a, you know, your IT provider, that's fine. The f- one thing you must do is change your passwords on all those accounts one of those accounts gets compromised, all of them are compromised. So they'll know you at, you know, bsmith at sbcglobal.com. And if you're always using a password of, how, no matter how hard it is, a password of xyzpdq123, if you're doing that on every account, all you need is that one of those 10 accounts to be compromised. And the bad guys are going to say, oh, I wonder if that works over here. Oh, I guess I wonder if it works over here for her email. I wonder if it works for her bank. <laughs> Yes, it does, because you're using the same one. Do not use the same password for all your services. You're simply making it way too easy for a bad guy to use well, not to, only to can hijack they, you. Can they steal from you, but they can open up new accounts in your name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they can read your email. Or they can change your password and lock you out of your own accounts. Exactly. And then, so I, please, guys, don't use the same passwords. Write them down, put them in a file. If you want to pay for a password, System, you could do that too, but the easiest thing to do is write them down, put them in a, maybe a card catalog or a Rolodex or something that you can just refer to. It's not a big deal. I mean, must you get an answer? Must you log into everything instantly on your phone just because you can? <laughs> you know, just go to the card catalog and get it. Card catalog sounds, it's making me sound really Rolodex. <laughs> yeah, Rolodex. <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Bill in Windsor. Hey, Bill, what can we do for you? Good morning. How are you today? Doing fine. How are you, sir? Good, thanks. Um, I have a question uh, with connectivity with my iPad. My iPad works flawlessly throughout the day and in the evening. connects perfectly. I use it all day long. Yeah. Somewhere around after midnight to maybe 1 in the morning, it kicks off my Wi-Fi. It wants to connect to my iPhone as a hotspot, which is interesting because I have that feature turned off on my iPhone. Uh-huh. And it's not set up that way. And I, if I try to log back in, it claims my password is incorrect, which I know is correct. What? And Every- the only solution that I found is to do a hard reboot on the iPad. And Every for morning? The most part, and at, no, in the evening when it, won't, when it won't let me connect. 
the solution I can when it keeps wanting to connect to my i my iPhone, I do a hard reboot on the iPad, and for the most part, that will stay connected to my normal uh, connection, my network. But Weird. it's puzzling. Yeah, that is. I haven't figured out a solution to this yet. Yeah, so one or two in the morning, you're up at late, you're watching your iPad and seeing what it does. It reboots, tries to connect to your phone. Right, which is not connected as a hotspot. Right. That feature is turned off on the iPhone. That is bizarre. Um, I'm thinking it's a lease issue with your uh, DHCP, like you've only leased your IP address to your devices for a very short period of time. Maybe 24 hours. Yeah, it loses the lease, and then it wants to reestablish, and for some crazy reason, it's going to choose your phone first. So go into your go into your router. You have, is it your own router, Bill? Yes, it is. Yeah, go into your log into your router. Hopefully you've changed the password on your router to something other than blank or, or whatever came default, right? That's correct. All right, good. You log in. Go check out your DHCP lease times. So at okay. least you're leasing the IP address to devices for a period of hours or days or weeks or months or forever. Uh, so go check to see if you've got a really short lease period so when people connect to your system, they're only given maybe 24 hours of an IP address. So if you change that to be a week or whatever you want to give them, um, I bet you this problem will go away. I don't know why it's choosing your phone first. But. No, it'd be interesting because I've never had this issue until very recently. Oh, so then uh, it's it's connected. It's connected, and why would it? Why would I do a hard reboot and then have it work? Um, yes, it's almost like the device is losing your system and choosing to go to the iPhone first and ignoring all others, right? Right. That makes and no it, sense it's either. Puzzling because the iPhone has never been set up as a hotspot. It's not like it was, and I disconnected it. Right. I've never used that feature. Um, well, maybe within your Wi-Fi settings, you've got past Wi-Fi networks configured, and you want to just clear that out um, within okay. the iPad, I'm, if you can do that. I'm not sure if you can. I know you can do it on PCs. You can clear that stuff out. Yeah, you can get it to forget, forget them. networks, yeah. So tell your tell your iPad to forget your For, Forget uh, your hotspot. Your hotspot. Okay. Um, that might help. Why it all of a sudden did it? Welcome to updates, right? The, iP the iPad updated to fix some other problem and cause a new one, like I'm dealing with this morning. Okay. Um, that could be the reason. But it could be a lease issue. You could have also had your firewall update because you might be a smart person and configured your firewall to update its iOS, right? Um, and your firewall could have updated and defaulted your leases to 24 hours on you because that's what some geek thought that your firewall wanted you to do. Okay, I'm going to check that. Yeah, go check it. Welcome to our world, Bill. <laughs> Okay, well, I was figuring because I cut the cord with Comcast, they're figuring a way to retaliate against me. <laughs> oh, you cut the cord with Comcast? No, they don't care. Well, they care, but they don't. They wouldn't do that to you. No, um, I know. It's... So you're just using them for internet now, right? That's correct. Yeah. What's what's your band? Now. What's your bandwidth? What are you paying for? Um, more than I should be, according to your show. Well, what do you got? What do well, you? I forget now. What's way up there? It's way up there. How many people are in your home? Two. Just two? You guys would be fine with 50 megabits. It probably would be. Yeah. Except around 200, I believe. 200? Well, they love you. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to download something in 20 seconds because you've got no time on your hands, uh, you don't need that kind of bandwidth. You can watch and surf almost anything. You can have probably six, six teenagers in there still on the internet at 50 megabits and be happy as a clam. Well, we have multiple computers set up on it, too, and the TV. Yes, so. two, 200 is, yeah, four times more than you need for the two of you. So you can save even more money. Make them hate you more, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, though. I appreciate the great service you provide. It's helpful for not only for my questions, but by listening to your other callers. So I enjoy listening. Well, thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. And hopefully this works for you. Go check it out. Check out your leases. I'm going to try that. All right, man. Thank you. Take yep. care. You got it, sir. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, guys, don't buy more internet than you need. We're going to step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk with Tab. we got Bill and Rich on the line. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Also, last week I talked a little bit about the Nest, and I might have got a little little confused on this. Some of the articles that I saw showed the actual Nest thermostat as the one having the microphone, but as part of their, it was part of their security, the Nest security technology that they have that, that had the microphone. It still wasn't disclosed. Uh, still a problem, but it wasn't the thermostat. Um, that was the issue in this particular undisclosed microphone. Um, so I want to make sure I cleared that up to be, you know, correct. Um, I've also heard that there's a new smart mattress coming out that'll help you sleep better. I don't think it's by Google, but I don't know if they're going to disclose any <laughs> microphones in the smart mattress. Uh, the smarter they are, the more they're listening to you. Let's go on to Rich in Westfield. Rich, what's happening? Hey, thanks for taking me first, because after this, I'm going to head over to the soldier's home in Holyoke, Mass., to visit my 96-year-old mom, Wow, who is a World War II veteran. Oh, that's great. Wow, it's great. Wow, 96 World War II veteran. What was she doing? Uh, the Navy waves. It's um, They were attached to the Navy and... Uh, uh, did vi- uh, vital uh, uh, support to the war effort uh, uh, nationwide. She was in San Francisco when Pearl Harbor happened. Yeah, wow. Uh, they they were coming. Yeah. And, uh, well, be sure to thank her for uh, her service for us. She, thank you, I will. She was critical in uh, helping processing all, all the uh, uh, heroes coming back from uh, uh, from a from the Philippines and and uh, Pacific that that region. So yeah. uh, wow, they wanted her to stay too, but she wanted to uh, come home and uh, give birth to me. I guess uh, you're lucky. <laughs> I am lucky to <laughs> exist. My father, uh, who passed away at the Holyoke Soldiers' Home in '13, was uh, uh, a 509 infantry uh, first airplane he was in. He he jumped out of into France because wow. they went over on ships. You must have amazing stories from them. Well, it's just amazing that I that I exist because they both came so close to whoa. Yeah. Uh, in any event, yes. uh, I am also a. Uh, I wanted to express an opinion and a a suspicion. I guess you mentioned the the term bad guys before, mm. so at least I know you you guys agree that bad guys do exist out there. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, regarding virus protection, and this yes, also applies to to uh, terrorist websites too. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I've I've felt for the longest time that companies I don't want to slander Norton, for instance, or mm. other companies like it. Yeah. Uh, companies that uh, uh, I, I've suspected for a long time, and, and I wonder if other people's other people do also that these virus protection companies and virus fixing industry in general creates the viruses to keep the industry going. No, I don't think that. I don't think that. Because I don't think law enforcement, because they're attached to the government, would want to uh, do anything about it because it's an industry that generates uh, employment, which generates 
tech no. I, I wouldn't go that far, Rich. I, I would, you know, of course, you know, the easy conspiracy theory is to think that, but there's plenty of bad guys out there that have nothing better to do but to create viruses. You know what the actual problem we've seen? The dinglings at the NSA released all sorts of information as to how to create viruses that our own government was creating to use against other governments, right? So some of the big, nasty stuff that's been hitting Europe because they're running XP is thanks to the NSA releasing the stuff by accident. So it's really not the virus writers that are doing it. Um, it'd be There's plenty of bad guys out there that are doing this. Um, and then, of course, you got to be careful of certain antivirus programs. You know, Kaspersky is a Russian antivirus pro uh, program that has been found uh, by finally by our government to say, hey, you shouldn't be using Russian antivirus on your computers. There's a dark web out there of yeah. people that trade stolen information. Right. And, you know, they create these viruses and then they share them. Right. There's a whole industry out there where the code is designed for dinglings like me, who is not a programmer, to be able to use and start. I could actually spin up an Amazon web server, buy this virus software, and then... Uh, disseminate it and have it, you know, do its bidding. And I could just be a like, like a hack. I would be considered a hack when it comes to programming. I'm not a programmer. All right, no. I understand you, you guys' answer. Yeah. However, uh, for instance, not only with perpetrators of of this newest one, they call it scareware and other viruses, but also terrorist websites. It seems to me that law enforcement, because you need a computer in order to, and you need to go on the internet in yeah. order to. Uh, put these viruses out there. Yeah, but they're hosted in other countries yeah, where they're out the of government reach. can't get to them. Uh, yeah. Okay, the World Wide Web is the World Wide Web. There's not right. more than one internet. There's only one internet. There is, but it's hard for our guys to get at those guys. But I hear you, Rich. We're, we're hitting up a, car, uh, a hard break here, but it's it's not the virus guys writing the viruses. It's the bad guys writing the viruses. We're going to go step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.